Hey everybody, welcome to the Balance Boss Podcast. I am your host, Lauren Zoller, and today is a solo episode. We're gonna be talking all about self-confidence, self-worth, and how to access more in your life. I'm going to be giving you tips and tools that you can use in your own life to gain more self-confidence and feel 100% like yourself on a daily basis. So without further ado, let's jump right in. Welcome to the Balanced Boss Podcast where we discuss how to live abundantly in all areas of your life. Here is your host and work-life balance coach, Lauren Zola. Okay, so if you are anything like me, self-confidence is a major buzzword. I grew up in the performing arts where self-confidence was lacking on several accounts. And if you're new to the Balanced Boss podcast, I interview high achievers who are living their dreams and staying balanced in the process. And I have noticed that every person that I have had on this podcast exudes self-confidence and talks about how they have overcome their lack of self-worth and a lack of self-confidence. So I started to study some of these interviews that I was having with the people that I've had on the show, and I started to look at what were the common themes that were showing up among all of the people that I interviewed on the show. I also pulled all of you guys to find out what is the number one thing that you are struggling with and what do you need to get you past the struggle. And all of you reached out saying self-worth, self-confidence, self-esteem, self-love. The answers kept rolling in that it was all about confidence and being able to stand in your truth and speak 100% authentically as a human being in your own skin. So that's what this podcast episode is going to be all about. I want to give you some tips and tricks that I have looked at and applied into my own life that I have learned over the people that I have interviewed and the people that I have come in contact to build a strong sense of self-worth and to access confidence. So let's break it down really quick. Confidence related to self-confidence is defined as a feeling of trust in one's abilities, qualities, and judgment. So think about this. How many times in your life has something happened? Have you been triggered by an event or a circumstance that has made you doubt yourself? That moment right there is a lack of self-confidence. And believe it or not, this happens all the time. Self-confidence and a lack of self-worth is a buzz topic that comes up over and over and over again. If you are a human living on the earth, you have dealt with a lack of self-worth and a lack of self-confidence. And if you continue to live in this space for an extended period of time, it can be detrimental to your health. You may have found yourself diving into longer bouts of depression, feeling anxiety, having a sense of restlessness or unworthiness. This is all tied around this inability to tap into your own innate sense of being a human and having confidence in the world. So if you're interested in accessing more confidence in your life, here are a few tips that I want to bring to the table to have you apply into your life to start to build your self-confidence muscle. I like to call it a muscle because I truly believe that the more you work it, the greater it will become and the stronger it will appear in your life. The first tip that I want to give is figure out what you're good at and develop that. What do I mean by that? If you love to cook, throw more dinner parties. If you love to dance, go out on the town and dance more. If you love to speak, join a speaker's bureau. 
A lot of people, when it comes to self-confidence, only highlight the things that they do not enjoy and that they are not good at doing. And what happens when you start to shine the light on these areas is that frustration starts to set in and things that you don't really enjoy doing become monotonous, lowering your sense of self-worth. We were put on this planet with innate gifts. All of us have innate gifts and things that we are good at doing and things that we love to do. Highlight the things that you love and develop them. Do more of them. This will build your self-confidence because you're rooted in something that you really love. Okay, tip two. Understand where your feelings of lack are triggered. Ask yourself why and then set a boundary. This is one of the most important things that you can do when you are trying to flip a lack of self-worth in your life. I see this all the time with clients in my business, and it's one of the most important tools that you can learn and access when you're feeling like you're spiraling down the self-worth and shame spiral. Let's break this down. The first part of this, understand when your feelings of lack or lack of self-worth are triggered would be like this. For me, When I spiral down some sort of shame spiral or lack of self-worth spiral, it comes from social media. I can tell you exactly when I get triggered and it's when I scroll through social media as a consumer and not an educator. When I am consuming for an extended period of time, I can sense myself starting to go down the rabbit hole of comparison and the rabbit hole of comparison pulls me out of my sense of self. Listen, we are all unique. There is not one person on this planet that is like you. And when we sit on a social media app and we compare our abilities and our sense as a human being to someone else, it devalues who we are to ourselves. And guys, let's be real. Everyone's life on social media is not what it's all cracked up to be. I had somebody come up to me a few weeks ago and say, your life seems perfect on social media. Does anything ever go wrong? And I was in the midst of a complete shitstorm and havoc with things that were going on in my life. So social media isn't a great place to look at how people are really living their lives. So figure out what triggers you. If it's social media, acknowledge it's social media. If it's when you hang around a certain person, acknowledge that you're hanging around a certain person and it brings up these feelings of lack. If it's attending certain events or going to things that make you feel uncomfortable, whether it's a social outing or a business outing, the first step is to understand when your feelings of lack are triggered and what events specifically cause you to feel a certain way. Once you understand what those events are, the second step is to ask yourself, why are they happening? So this is a hard one. This is peeling back the onion layers. This may need to be addressed with a mental health provider if you need to go to a therapist to work through some of the things that have happened in your life prior to where you are now. That may be necessary. Coaches are great to work through those too. But you need to understand what has happened in your past that is causing this reaction when you're in a certain event. And once you can label what that trigger is and why it's happening, you have to set a boundary to allow yourself to not go into that space to be triggered by those events. So for instance, for me, I know that social media and browsing on social media as a consumer triggers a lack of self-worth and a lack of confidence. So what I do for myself is I set a boundary around social media. 
When I pick up my social media app, I ask myself, am I going to be a consumer or am I going to be an educator right now? And if I find myself saying that I am going to be a consumer, I limit my time on social media to only five minutes. That's it. If I am an educator, I am only on there posting content to educate my followers. That is a perfect example of understanding when my feelings were triggered on social media, asking myself why, and then I set a boundary around that. I set a boundary to only be on there to browse as a consumer for five minutes per day and or be on as an educator and just post educational content. The third tip, accept compliments. This is a hard one for people, especially me. For the longest time, whenever anybody would give me a compliment, I would just brush it off. But I want you to ask yourself, do you accept compliments? And if the answer is no, the next time you are given a compliment, say thank you. It's that easy. So often we do not like to hear compliments from other people, but that is a sign of confidence in ourselves. So we have to take those compliments and accept them and thank the people that give them to us. Tip number four, understand that a person's negative experience may be a reaction to their unresolved trauma and not you. Reverse the rejection with affirming qualities. So often we project our own trauma onto others to make ourselves feel better. When we do this, this can cause limiting beliefs and unhealthy thought patterns for other people. When this happens to us, it can make us feel really icky inside. So if you have ever been in a situation where someone has put you down, for instance, say you cooked a beautiful meal for your friends and family and someone was vocal about telling you that The food wasn't to their liking and it made them feel a certain way. If this instance made you feel as though I'm not a good cook, I'm not good at entertaining friends and family, can you look at their response as a reaction to something that they are dealing with in their life and allow yourself to reverse the rejection by sitting down and writing a list of affirming qualities that are true about yourself? I know that this can sometimes seem like a tedious task, but so often we are in arguments with other people. We are in conversation with other people where projections are put on us and they're not necessarily about us. They are someone else projecting their reality onto us. And this can cause a lot of limiting beliefs and a lot of negative self-talk patterns that are unhealthy that keep us in this state of lack. So if this has happened to you and you continue to replay what people have said to you or about you in your head about something that it is that you've done in your life, sit down, take out a piece of paper and write down all of the affirming qualities about yourself that reverse the negative thought pattern that you are not enough, you are not worthy, and that you are not able to have self-confidence. Okay, the last tip, tip number five is to recite positive mantras and affirmations, right? One of my favorite places to go for mantras is through one of my mentors, Gabby Bernstein. She has an app called Spirit Junkie. Every morning, I recite 22 mantras that I have written out for myself with the help of her to reaffirm 
that I am confident and I am worthy. Positive affirmation and mantra work has been around for years and it works. It works, it works, it works. If you don't believe me, start with one mantra. Let's say that your self-lack and your self-worth comes around body image, that you don't believe that you are beautiful. When it comes to mantras, you want to create a statement that proves the statement to be true in the present tense. So a very easy mantra that you could recite if self-worth and body image are an issue for you is, I am beautiful and loved. This is a positive affirmation and mantra that is true. And when you recite these out into the universe, you will begin to start to feel an elevated sense of self-worth and confidence. So when it comes to self-confidence, it really is a practice. It's something that you have to pick up every single day and try on to feel a little bit better than you did the day before. So I hope that these five tips have helped you. I started to apply these five tips in my life years ago, and it is part of the reason that I have been able to step into terrifying situations that scare me when I feel like I do not have confidence because I have built this strong foundation for myself to be able to step into my worth and know that I am showing up 100% authentically in who I am. This is the common theme that I have seen through all of the people that I've interviewed on The Balance Boss. They all practice these five qualities and these five things to help them gain more confidence. So just a brief overview. Develop what you're good at doing and allow it to be your calling. Number two, understand when your feelings of lack are triggered, ask yourself why, and then set boundaries around it. Number three, accept compliments. Number four, understand that a person's negative experience may be a reaction to their unresolved trauma and then reverse the rejection with an affirming quality. And then number five, recite affirmations and positive mantras to yourself. I promise that if you start to practice all five of these or even one, that you will start to see your confidence increase and your self-esteem skyrocket. You guys, as always, thank you so much for listening to the Balance Boss Podcast. I hope that this was helpful. If you know someone who needs to hear this, please share the podcast with them. Like the podcast, leave a review, share it with everyone that you know. I am so grateful to have you as a listener, and I am so grateful to have you on this journey with me to living a balanced life and having these hard conversations. Next week, we have Kevin Hancock on the show, who is speaking all about finding your voice in the workplace and also in your life. Thank you guys so much for listening. I will see you again next week.